welcome everybody to a new podcast with us with sold out and i'm joined with jason jacobus hi there bro it's cool to be here thank you so much for having me i'm excited thank you also for agreeing to be in this with us we just decided to have an interview is what it initially was going to be but we just decided to make it a bit more comfortable for everybody mm. and for ourselves and make it more of a conversation with each other just about who god is because you know there's so many questions that we are faced with as christians i think throughout our lives and throughout our walk with god we have so many questions just about is he um just a spirit or is he just human and you know we learn so much about god uh, depending on where we grow up and where who we are with just like we are about what he can do but is there anything that he can't do and how should we see and what should we think of god and another important one is does god understand me and can i understand god if you've asked yourself any of these questions i hope that we will be able to answer them for you and that you will also learn something as we go through this and just find out who god really is thank you um shall we open in prayer and then we'll jump right in father thank you so much that we get to be in a relationship with you Lord many of us I think take this for granted but it is such a privilege. Thank you for making a way and providing an avenue for us to to be in this relationship with you and to just have full access to you. Thank you for your word Lord that is alive and active. And I pray that as we get into your word as we discuss you Father that things will open up in our mind. Our hearts will open up. So I pray that you will make us open and vulnerable to you and just to to receive and grow from you. Well I pray for each person that's listening to this uh today lord that they will be inspired and touched by you pray this in your mighty and powerful name amen amen all right so such a weighty topic but so many questions i think that many people have and we're just going to take a journey about trying to discover who god really is i i want to let you know that we are merely just scratching the surface here this goes far deeper than we are but we just want to start yeah. on speaking about you know the holy trinity so when we talk about god you know people sort of think that there's god and then there's jesus and then there's holy spirit but the term god is actually a plural term it actually refers to more than one aspect and therefore we have the holy trinity which is god the father god the son and god the holy spirit they all are one but they have different roles they've always been together and been around since the beginning you know the first mention of jesus in the bible is actually in genesis 3 verse 15 that's very early think about it jesus only came out then you know in the new testament matthew mm. at least as far as we know but in genesis you know something's already mentioned and even in genesis he says you know it says there in creation let us make mankind in our own image so they've always been there yeah. and always been together but god the father has a specific role in you know something that we can relate to he's our father um you know we can turn to him if we need help if we need advice if we need guidance he's there to help us along the way jesus we know died for our sins and gave us salvation and the life that we have today 
So he also has a specific role. And then Holy Spirit, um, and I refer to you know, him as Holy Spirit, not the Holy Spirit, because I believe he's alive. And he is now, you know, God dwelling inside of us. You know, someone said Holy Spirit is what makes God real to us. So it's important to almost look at those three parts and understand that this is God. And it's so amazing that, that we have such a, shall I say, like a multifaceted God that almost, you know, like if, if you didn't have a mother, you know, you can find that love from God. If you need a friend, you can find that from God. If you need help, if you need to know the truth, that's all hidden in God. And that's just beautiful. But Jesus, who was fully God, fully human, which doesn't make sense. I'm really wondering how is that even possible to be fully God, fully human. And John 1, if I just want to read here, John 1 verse 1 to 4, it says, In the beginning, the word already existed. And the word was with God. And the word was God. It says, he existed in the beginning with God. Then it goes on to say, God created everything through him. This is Jesus. And nothing was created except through him. The word gave life to everything that was created. And it's a, it's a real thing to know that we've got Jesus here, who is fully God and fully human. And Deborah, do you even want to talk about why it was so important for God to become human in this way? Yeah, definitely. Because in my mind, I struggled to understand that how, mm. like, you know, Jesus was in the beginning with God through creation, through all of that. And then he came as a human to earth. But how could he be human, yet he is also still one with God? And I had to do a bit of research and I came across the word where they started speaking about incarnation. And the definition is a person who embodies in the flesh a deity, spirit or quality. And then that started to make me understand a bit more mm. how this is possible how Jesus being one with God but being his own person as well and then coming as God to earth in the form of a human and that's just so amazing in John 5 verse 19 it says so Jesus explained I tell you the truth the son can do nothing by himself he does only what he sees the father doing. Whatever the father does, the son also does. And as I read this verse, it just again explains that, how he is still one with God. And even though he came on his own, supposedly, he still had God inside of him. And he being in the father couldn't do anything on his own. I'm sure he could make his own decisions being human. But, you know... He always did whatever the father did and whatever the father told him to do. Uh, in Philippians 2 verse 5 to 7, we also have another great few verses that just explain just how Jesus was towards God and how he sets an example for us. In verse 5, it says, you must have the same attitude that Jesus had and He's like, this is now for us. How do we have the same attitude that Jesus had? We see in verse 6, it continues. Though he was God, he did not think of equality with God as something to cling to. Instead, he gave up his divine privileges. 
He took the humble position of a slave and was born as a human being when he appeared in human form. And that, just reading that, immediately makes me just think like, yo, Jesus, imagine just coming from the highest of the highest of the highest (laughs) and then coming to earth and having to be treated as a slave it's just so amazing like what do you think about that Mm, sure i think it just is you know just i guess it's an amazing example for us to follow is to give up everything you know another version says he became nothing when he became like us you know so i guess that's a humbling experience you know, as a human to hear that, but he really gave up absolutely everything. And, you know, he realized that he needed his father. I mean, I'm just thinking now of, of Jesus being baptized, the story of him being baptized. Now, before Jesus is baptized by John the Baptist, he hasn't performed any miracles yet. You know, um, you know when John um, is preaching and he's baptizing people and he sees Jesus coming and he says, behold, the Lamb of God takes away the sins of the world. And when he baptizes Jesus, um, as he comes out of the water, it says that a dove descended on him. You know, that's the Holy Spirit. And a voice came from heaven saying, this is my son whom I am well pleased um, and who I love. You know, that sort of, you know, the Holy Spirit coming upon Jesus. Then after that, it then says the Spirit then led him into the wilderness to be tempted. So even realizing that he's fully God, but fully human, also realizing that he needs the guidance of the Holy Spirit to lead him and to instruct him on how he needs to go about things. So I think that's just beautiful that he gives up everything and then he almost surrenders everything and he allows you know, God and Holy Spirit to really lead him as he goes on in his ministry. I think that's a beautiful, that's a beautiful thing. Um, we were talking a bit about Deborah, um, you know, about just, just Jesus doing this. So, you know, we spoke I think this week about just how, how, you know, if God did what he did as God, you know, giving up himself and he stayed in a palace and, you know, he lived this fantastic life. Maybe that would be still impressive, but it definitely would look nothing like our lives. So why do you think it's so significant that him being the normal person that he was, like he had no possessions, didn't have a house or a job or anything like that, you know, he he stayed in other people's homes and, and was very, very humble. Like, you know, there was almost, you know, like I must, must be careful when I say this, but it just seemingly there wasn't anything special about Jesus. You know, even the people in Nazareth was like, but surely he can't be the Messiah because we know him, you know, his father's a carpenter. So why do you think it's so significant that he was so normal or so normal seemingly? Like, why is that important? I think that again, as I said, he came to set an example for us. Mm how like in verse five of Philippians two, it says you must have the same attitude that Jesus had. Mm-hmm. So immediately we, we see as he, when he came to us, he didn't even think much of himself. Like that story <laughs> where we, where his parents were looking for him and they found him sitting in a temple. Like, wasn't he like 12 there? Yeah. What's a 12 year old sitting in a temple listening to old people? Why? But I think that's also Mm. just to show us that even him knowing of all his greatness Mm. still chose to be humble. In life, we, we being human, we tend to 
take all the attention and try and place it on ourselves and we mm. try and elevate ourselves when we should remain humble. Yeah. But Jesus so. coming from all amazingness, <laughs> <laughs> still being humble, just showing us that it is possible to do that. Mm. That is such a great example for us as Christians and just as people even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, obviously Mark says, you know, the Son of Man came to serve and not to be served. Um, and that's beautiful that we should have the same attitude, as you said. And in every aspect, you know, have the same attitude. He gave up his life. Well, there's an attitude that we should adopt. <laughs> he thought highly of his father and, and followed his will. Well, there's something that we should do. Uh, you know, he was compassionate and kind. Um, and it just goes on and on and on and on and on. Um, but it's an amazing example. And even he said, you know, that, you know, those coming after him will do far greater things than he did. Um, so that's amazing that we could, that we could do that. And I think, I think something important that I see in Jesus, because, you know, it's also weird. I think I'm still grappling with this fully God, fully human. He said he spends so much time praying to God. Um, why does he take all that time? Why does he, you know, because he, he's God, you know, yeah. but he is human and he has all the limitations that we have, you know, so he was tempted in every way that we were tempted. Um, and he realizes that he needs to spend time with his father. Um, and I definitely see the two of them, you know, you spoke about them being, you know, like him being one with God the father, you know, them being in sync almost. Um, you know, there's a, there's a song, uh, that says, you know, when my heart is connected to yours, I will do as the father does. I will see as the father sees just like Jesus. It's just like that amazing connection that they had. And I think for us, I think it's difficult because, you know, he's our God and our King and our Lord and our savior and our deliverer and our provider and all these amazing things. And he's also our best friend, you know, or he wants to be our best friend. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it is difficult to, to think of someone as a best friend, but also think of them as your superior. Um, mm. And that, I think, is difficult. Is that something that you've grappled with before? Definitely. If I just think of um, a situation I was in last year where I had people who were in authority over me, mm. but we were, we were more or less in the same age group. And that was so difficult because, like, Oh, we can be friends, but oh, uh, I can't really be your friend. You know, it was quite weird and it was difficult to make that like almost distinction of when I can be your friend and when I have to answer to you. But, you know, have, like being able to make up in your mind that God can be both of those things and mm. he is both of those things it's just it's a lot of it's a lot <laughs> yeah. yeah i know it is it is and you know just sort of like a bit of background i feel like i'm giving a history lesson preaching here but but just the background of in the old testament um there were priests and the priest um you know represented god to the people and represented the people to god so you needed a priest to go into the presence of God on your behalf, you know, into the Holy of Holies. And when Jesus was crucified, um, that divide broke and we were given full access. And that's why Jesus is the high priest. You know, he's the great high priest. 
because he made, you know, he gave us full access to God. So we don't need to go, you know, through someone else. We can go and have full access, you know, full access to him and approach his throne of grace with confidence. And that is a beautiful thing that we've got full access to him now. And we can go to him whenever we want for whatever it is that we need. Um, and I think it's just a beautiful thing to then see him as our friend, but also still have a fear and a reverence for him. And I think just as you mentioned now of being last year with having leaders your age and being your friend, but also being a superior, that's like almost trying, you know, for us trying to view God in the same way, you know, to take our human ideas and impose those on God. And, and I don't think we can ever do that because, you know, God is, is far greater, far better than, than, than we are. I mean, I just think of Luke 22. Um, <clears throat> I just want to read verse 41 and 42 for you quickly. It says, he walked away about a stone throw. And, um, and then he knelt down and prayed, Father, if you are willing, please take this cup of suffering um, away from me. But I want your will be, to be done and not mine. It's just there we see how Jesus is completely, as David just says, pouring out his heart to the Father, saying, I don't want to do this. I know it's going to be so difficult. Is there a way that I cannot do this? But not my will, but your will be done. Not my ways, but your ways rather. And we can have the same relationship with God. I think of Job. I think of David, um, Moses, Abraham, all these people cried out to God and, and questioned him and, and, and really was honest in their relationship with him. And, you know, God's never offended, you know, because I believe he meets us exactly where we are and guides us into truth. And that's beautiful that we can see him as our best friend who comforts us, who helps us, who will never lie to us, who will never betray us, um, you know, who has our best interest at heart while still having a respect and a love for him as our savior and our Lord and us following his word because his word is really an amazing instruction of how we can live the abundant and free life that Jesus gave us. Mm -hmm. So, so it's important for us to, to get there that we can speak to God. We've got full access to him and we can come to him as honest as we possibly can. And he always answers. That's beautiful for me to know that, yeah. that every time we pray, God answers. And even when he doesn't answer, I think that's still an answer, you know? Mm -hmm. So yeah, I would encourage you to make time with your best friend, make time with the Lord. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just another thing also, as you were saying that like God still finds time to listen to us. Mm -hmm. That just for me is also so amazing how even it's again, Jesus coming from heaven as a human, just making that switch. Mm -hmm. But God, even in all his power, still decides to listen to us. And there are so many people in the world but he still sets time aside for us and chooses to listen to us and, you know, makes that special time. That is mm. also just another example of who he is, how he is so full of love for his creation and for his children. And then another thing is how, you know, when we, when we think of how great God is, as you also mentioned, we have to make that switch almost in our minds of is he my friend or superior another thing is when as humans when we are faced with difficulty 
many times we say to ourselves that like this thing is so big for me and I don't know how to deal with it. And often we limit ourselves. We think like, I won't be able to get through this or this is just too difficult for me. But then we, we, we tend to put that same thinking pattern on God. Like say this thing, so say we face with a very difficult situation, right? And we just like, this thing is so hard. I won't be able to get through it. I don't know how I'm going to make it through. I'm just so hurt and I'm so sad and I'm just going to be stuck here forever. And immediately in our minds, we sort of make it up that God also won't be able to help me through this. Not all the time, but it does happen. And I know it has happened to me. But, you know, God is great and God is not like us. We, we are only human and God is far above what we are. And so just in knowing that, that God is above us, is just also realizing that he can do absolutely anything that he wants to. Can't the same God who created everything, can't that same God do everything? You know, it's just, he can exceed whatever limit we place on ourselves or even what we place on God. And it is just so important to remember that even as a human, sometimes you just have to remind yourself that God is amazing. He can do what he wants to. He can do anything and everything if he chooses to. And also, uh, I just, this was our theme last year. Uh, Ephesians 3 verse 29 to God who is all glory to God who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinite, infinitely more than we might ask or think, you know? Isn't that just so great? Would you like yeah. to add anything? Yeah, yeah. Just you talking about just how like amazing God is and how, you know, he wants to be in this relationship with us. I think, I think just as I read the Bible, you know, just even looking at Adam and Eve, that was such a perfect picture because they are living in one with God. Um, you know, walking through the garden with him, that's like a beautiful thing. And I think that's really why God created Earth, is that, he, you know, so that he could be in a relationship with these people. And sin came in and broke that relationship and caused a divide between us. And I want to say this, I think if you're living in sin um, and not living righteously and right with God, well, then that means there's, there's a divide between you and God. Um, and Jesus came, yes, to free us of our sin, but also ultimately to, to reunite us with God, you know, to connect us with the Father again. And it's beautiful that, that we have this connection. And over and over, if we know in the story of, you know, the parable of him leaving the 99 to find the one, that's how important you are to him. Um, and even now that, yeah. that we have the Holy Spirit living inside of us, it's, it's just this constant wanting to be close to us, wanting to be with us, wanting to help us every step of the way. It's just a beautiful thing. So I encourage you, you know, like not to, you see, not to sell yourself short. And all of this has been for God to be in a relationship with you. He wants to be in a relationship with you. That's just amazing. It is really, you know, just 
God's love was always amazing. I can experience it today and I can experience it three years from now and 15 years from now, it'll still mm. amaze me as it did today or as it does today. Mm. You know, God, he is always full of, look at me. <laughs> did you forget? Oh, let me show you another thing. Mm. <laughs> you know, it, you just never fully get to comprehend how he gets to make everything work together. And he just, ah, he just always <laughs> makes the things that need to be done come together as one. <laughs> mm, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, as I was speaking about, you know, putting that limit on him, how he can exceed that in a moment where we think we, he can't do something. It's just, as I said, also having to remind yourself that God is far greater than anything I have experienced and being open to see that he can do more, you know, as it also says in Isaiah 55, our thoughts are not his thoughts. It says, my thoughts are nothing like your thoughts, says the Lord. And my ways are far beyond, beyond anything you could imagine. For just as the heavens are higher than the earth, so my ways are higher than your ways and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. We can never fully understand God, but I believe that the closer we get to God, that the more we will get to understand him and the more we get to know who he really is. I also just think of, you know, Psalms 48 in verse 1. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised in the city of our God, in his holy mountain. Your view of God determines how you worship him. Now, if you think back to that, like if I think back to a time where I put a limit on God and I said, God, I'm stuck here and there's no way I'm going to get through this. If you choose to say, God, won't be able to help me. You're already making up your mind of, who he is, that he won't be able to help you. Now, in that moment, I won't be able to worship like that. Or if I do worship, I won't be able to worship God in his fullness. Sure. But if I choose to say, if I remember that, God, but you are greater than I am. You created all these things around me. You created all the trees. Every person I see was created by you. And if you just think of just the details of a human body. <laughs> sure. Doesn't that alone just speak of God's greatness? And once I always, if I'm struggling to worship, I make that, you know, I, I just think of all that he's created just to help me to see again who exactly I'm singing to, who I'm praying to, and who is in control of my life. And then I can let go of all of these things. Mm. And then my view changes. And then I can worship God for who He truly is. Yeah, that is a mouthful. Yeah, but that it's powerful. definitely just so amazing. Yeah, as you get to know God, He reveals Himself to you and gives you new revelations. Mm. Would you like to say yeah. anything there? Yeah, yeah, that was that was very good that you just said there, Deborah. Um, John ten verse ten. You know, it says. Um, the thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. But I have come 
that you may have life and life in abundance. And, you know, who the sun sets free is free indeed. It's just how we have this freedom, this access to, to living this abundant life that Christ gave for us. You know, yet we limit ourselves, yet we sort of imprison ourselves. It's almost like you're sitting in a prison cell, but the door's wide open, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's really the, the, I think the crux of this conversation is to encourage you to change your mindset, to, to take hold of everything that God wants for you, that he's given to you, given for you. It's just, it's just, it's just amazing that he's given us life and life in abundance. And if you think of things that I, I think limit us, it's our minds. Um, you know, the Bible says in Corinthians that we have the mind of Christ. So, you know, that's also possible. Uh, if you think of just, you know, someone being ill in your life, well, you know, Jesus says, by my stripes, you are healed. So don't pray for healing. We thank you for healing. Um, you know, this just goes on and on and on and on. And, and, and the aim is to encourage you to, to allow God to change your thoughts, to change your heart, to, to open up your eyes, to really see him for all that he is and all that he's given you access to and to live the abundant life that he wants you to live. I believe sometimes, you know, we, we blame the enemy for too much. And I think sometimes we stand in our own way and we are the problem. I want to encourage you to, 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 to go for it and set yourself free from all these things. Yes, you may not quite understand absolutely everything and there will be times that you doubt and will be times that you question. But coming back to the word of God, just remembering just that Psalm uh, 48 that you just mentioned, great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. To, to, to continue to remember, you know, the same God of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, um, the disciples, the same God that performed amazing miracles then can do that now. His blood is still effective. It's just amazing. Um, yeah, so I think, yeah, I want to thank you, Deborah. It's been an amazing conversation. It's really opened my mind up to learn so much more. And I'm sure we've answered Always. lots of lots of questions already. Um, yeah, is there anything else you wanted to say just before I close in prayer? So now, um, going from this, you know, we all came mm. with a certain idea of God and even just seeing the title, Who is God Really?, we already have this idea of God and then speaking mm. about these things opens up our minds. And what are you going to do with this? You can either just like, Oh, that was a nice conversation. Well done guys. Like, <laughs> or you can make that decision also that, wow, I really want to learn more about God. And I also myself, I would also like to learn way more about God than I already know. And so I just want to encourage everyone who's watching this, just don't put God in a box. Allow him to surprise you. Allow him to reveal himself to you because there is Mm. so much to him. And we can all have our own uh, views on people. Or like, you know, I can know a person. I can know Jason, but someone else might not know him the way I know him. (laughs) There's always different views to these subjects. Everyone has their own view and their own opinion, but I want to encourage you to discover God for yourself and mm-hmm. decide who he is to you and, you know, want to learn more about him. And yeah, I think 
that's my encouragement mm. to everybody. No, very, 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 very good. And just, you know, just wherever you are, you watching, listening to this now, yeah, shall we just close our eyes and just, just have a moment with the Lord here quickly? Um, I think the best way to, you know, to really take this in is to apply it immediately. You know, to not wait for tomorrow or whenever, but do it right now. Just as you're sitting there, you know what your view is of God. You know what are things that are, that are limiting you, that, that you're struggling to believe, that you're sort of sitting in that prison cell, you know, and not taking hold of the abundant life that God's given you. I just want you to see those things in your, in your mind and just visualize them. And as you're there right now thinking of these things, I want you to know that God is greater than all of that. God is bigger than all of that. God turned Paul, who, you know, was probably the best writer and wrote quite a bit of the Bible. He used to kill Christians and slaughter Christians. And God could turn his situation around. Yeah. It's a God that can raise the dead, that heals the sick, that opens the eyes of the blind. Um, I can go on and on and on and on and on. And, and we have experienced so many miracles. And I believe that God wants to, you know, he wants you to live that life and he wants you to walk in that abundant life that he has for you. But it's important that we just repent of, of times when we have put him in a box, times when we have limited who he is, times when, 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 when we've tried to solve our situations and not allowed him to take full control. So as you're sitting there, I just want to encourage you just to pray this prayer and say, Lord, thank you so much for dying on the cross for my sins. Thank you for giving up yourself so that I could have life. And Lord, I pray that you will forgive me for every moment where I doubted you. Every moment where I, I, I limited you. Every moment I put you in a box. Every moment I, 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 I limited my view of you. And I pray, Father, that you'll just open my mind, open my heart to you and everything that you are. Lord, thank you for the freedom that you've given me. I accept and receive that freedom. I accept and receive the abundant life. Lord, I pray that your Holy Spirit will guide me, will comfort me, will walk with me every step of the way. Thank you, Lord, for opening my eyes. And from this moment on, I want to worship you for who you are. I want to worship you for who you are. I want to show you how great and awesome and mighty you are. And Lord, we thank you for the amazing miracles and the amazing eyes that you've already opened to everyone that's listening right now. And I pray, Lord, that they will feel right now a sense of an amazing closeness of your presence to them, that they will feel you right there. And Holy Spirit, will you make God real to them right now? Make God real to them in that moment. And Lord, may not a moment our lives from this point forward be lived outside the presence of God. We thank you and we love you and we honor you for this time. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you so much for watching everybody or for listening. <laughs> uh, and thank you, Jason, also for just agreeing to do this with me. It was amazing to have you here and to hear you always sharing wisdom with us all. Um, yeah sure. i hope to see everyone soon again and that we all get together because i miss everybody <laughs> but yeah keep pushing and keep pushing your relationship with god he is just waiting for you mm -hmm.